I've had content plans in the past, but this really feels like I've got something tangible that I yeah. can hang the whole structure of my content from. Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. This week, I have a fantastic guest with a really, really inspiring content story to share. So my guest is Nicola Semple. Nicola is a mindset coach. She helps female professionals to annihilate self-doubt and fear of judgment so they can confidently take control of their career. Host of the Good Life Well Live podcast and also the creator of the You Are Enough cards, which is what we're going to be speaking about today. So Nicola, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. I'm delighted to be here. It's so good to have you here. I think it's like like really kind of big deal for me because you were the first person that I started to interact with when I was thinking of leaving the corporate world behind and we um we met when we spoke before we hit record so it was back in 2016 I think we worked out wasn't it (laughs) I cannot believe it has been such a long time and also such a long time since we've caught up it's been lovely to chat and also hear about what an amazing journey content 10x has been on you should be exceptionally proud of what you've created oh thank you so much and the same back to you too and uh, you know I'm really looking forward to our conversation today um but yeah you know I provided the intro you know doing an awesome job mindset coach we're going to talk about the you are enough cards but um is there anything what did I miss um a bit more background maybe as to um you know what what you are what you do (laughs) how you help people so I, I think the one thing I would say about me and my career and my, my work experience, it's been a long and winding road. Um, and I'd like to share that message with anybody out there who is at a point where they're thinking, I just don't know what to do next. Um, and my advice to you is just take the next step. So I have been, I've gone from corporate business change consultant to small business mentor, to mindfulness teacher, to certified mindset coach. Um, And every single thing that I have done along that journey has got me to where I am just now. And I now feel like I'm in an awesome position to use all of my experience, everything that I've learned and really help and support my clients. So if you are at that point where you're not quite sure what the next step is, just go with your gut, take that next step, um, and it'll be amazing where you end up. And who would you say, um, in terms of specifically the kind of clients that you work with for the mindset coaching, is there a, a, a you know kind of target audience that you help? Yeah, so the people that I specifically work with at the moment are either female business owners or female professionals who are riddled with self-doubt. They are fearing the judgment of everybody around about them. They're not sure of themselves. They don't know what, they know they want to make a change within either their job or their career, but they don't quite know what that looks like. Um, And so I work through that with them so that they can step into a new identity um, and really move forward with their career, with their life and, and really go for the things that light them up um, rather than being suffocated and held back by that self-doubt and that fear of judgment. Yeah, awesome. Well, you know, I think a lot of us have been there. I've certainly been there as well. And, <laughs> and um, we need help. Um, and you're, you recently really got my attention online with these 
really fab cards that you have bought and you know just something different in terms of bringing out a physical product and your you are enough cards they're really eye-catching and just something different and that's what we want to talk about today in terms of um you know why you created them the journey the content that you use the content that you can go on to use as well yeah and so I guess the first question um in is what are the you are enough cards and why did you decide to create them so <clears throat> the you are enough cards is a pack of 52 coaching cards um and really the message behind them is accepting yourself just as you are is the greatest gift that you can give yourself. And so in this box, there are 52 cards with 52 different messages um, to reinforce this belief that you are enough. But not only do you have that message on the front side, on the rear of the card, you've got some exercises, some tools, some tips, a bit more insight um, that, that's really, in a lot of cases, quite actionable that you can go away and and do to help to instill this belief in yourself that you are enough. And the reason that I created them, um, so I have been working with a number of people over the past few years, um, talking to them about their limiting beliefs, the things that are holding them back. And when you drill down in people's limiting beliefs, and it, their limiting belief could be, I can't be visible online, um, or it could be, I can't go for that promotion. But when you drill down and really get to the heart of what that limiting belief is, it's that they don't believe that they're enough. So it could be that they don't believe that they are good enough to put themselves out into the world and be visible online. Or it could be that they don't think that they're qualified enough, um, got enough experience to go for that promotion. But when you drill down right to the heart of it, it's all about accepting, acknowledging, and really knowing, having that deep belief within yourself that you're enough just as you are. Hmm. And so what I wanted to do was create something that was very accessible for people that they could have just, just a constant reminder, uh, you know, lying around on the desk on the bedside table that they could pick up and use in the way that was going to work for them. So some people might draw a card at the start of every week. Um, some people might just flick through the cards. You know, it, it's really about having bite-sized content, bite-sized messages that people can access in a way that is appropriate for them. And what kind of um, feedback have you had so far? Because they've kind of fairly new as we speak now, aren't we? Uh, like a, yeah. a month or so. Um, I think even less than that, but two or yep. three weeks. Um, it was yep. just after Easter that they came out. Um, feedback has been amazing. So amazing. Brilliant. It's so lovely to create something that really resonates with people. Um, and I've just had such fabulous messages of support. Um, I, and also, it's been a great way of building connections with people, reconnecting with people from my past. Yeah. who have seen oh you're doing this now that's really interesting um but also making new connections with people and I with every um box of cards I send out a little postcard with a handwritten note on it and that really inspires people to get in touch um and I had the most amazing story of um a man who got in touch um to say I bought these for my wife um she was really struggling um she has huge issues around self-doubt I spotted these on LinkedIn I bought her a set she's loving them um can I now order a set for my daughter which you know that I mean that is just 
you could not as a creator you could not ask mm. for anything more than that no that's absolutely fantastic and you know it must be so you know rewarding to get not just feedback but to get repeat purchases so early yeah. on um it just goes to show how useful they are um so let's talk about the the content side of things so um when you were planning the cards and you know you said there's there's quite a lot so it's 50 52 so one, one a week um did was this was it based on previous content that you had already created versus kind of starting from scratch with this yeah it there is nothing new in these cards in terms of what is my messaging. So I was going through a process towards the back end of last year um, where I was pulling together content for a book. Now, when I say back end of last year, that was the back end of 2020 for MD who's listening to this at some point in the future. Um, and those of us who lived through the back end of 2020 will realise it was a time of much turbulence in the world. Um, so I, I've got two kids, um, had done lots of homeschooling in the first part of 2020, but then my son had two periods of self-isolation in November and December of 2020. And I was staring into 2021 thinking, these kids are going to be off school again. I know they're going to be off school again. And the plan had been in the first three months of 2021 was to write a book. And I just could not get my head to the point that I could pull all of the content that I had together into a book. And so the original plan had been to write a book and create the, a set of cards to accompany the book. And I, as we got to about... December 2020 I thought I just do not have this in me and the first three months of next year I do not have this in me to be able to create the content of a book and I've written a book before I know what's involved in it but I just knew that that it was not the right time for me and I was like right so what can I do to help this move my business forward during the next first three months of next year um, and I thought well why don't I just create the cards because the cards are bite-sized content so it's easy for people to consume but it's much easier for me to create um, and so that's what I decided to do and I effectively just sat down and went through all my old blog posts all my old podcast episodes um, I've got Trello boards where I've got social media content that I've got stored um, that I've posted in the past and will reuse again and I went through and I was like right what are all of my key messages what do I say to clients all the time um, and I pulled all of those out and I think I ended up, I could have created like 85 cards, but I, I honed them down um, to the 52 that I wanted to use. Um, and that's what I went with. And I guess like now that you've got the, the 52 cards, you've done all that ordering and structuring and kind of auditing all of your content in order to come up with the, the, the plan and the structure for the 52 cards. So the, there's then the question of the what next, because to me, that kind of, you know, screams out 52 blog posts, 52 <laughs> podcast episodes, et cetera. So is, yeah. that, is, is that the plan um, to do? I, yeah, it is. So yes, it's 52 blog posts. Mm -hmm. um, yes, it's, so what I've started to do on a Monday is to pull a card 
um, on social media. So uh, posting on Instagram and onto Facebook, um, pulling a card and talking about that card. That's a really super easy way of, of making sure that I'm getting content out. Um, one of the first things I did when we got the the final packs through. Um, I spent a morning, I took a photograph of every single one of the cards. I've got it saved on a Trello board. I've got the content from the card saved on a Trello board. That's 52 social media posts all there and ready to go. Um, there is a plan for a podcast and I'm slightly adapting this plan now. It was going to be 52 episodes, one based on each card. Um, I'm actually going to narrow that down a bit, mainly because I want to make it more actionable and practical for people to consume. Um, so I'm doing a bit of thinking around that at the moment. Um, but I'm finding that it's making my content creation and my social media so much easier. Mm-hmm. Like I have something, I've, I've had content plans in the past but this really feels like I've got something tangible that I can hang the whole structure of my content from. And because I am niching down into this area of supporting people with self-doubt and fear of judgment, you know, it is the perfect product. The two things go hand in hand um, and it makes it very, very easy for me to talk about a very low cost um, product that people can buy and also gives a lead in to learning more about my one-to-one services, which are obviously much more of an investment for people. So it's, it's really helping people at, at both ends of the, the spectrum. Yeah, I guess it's, it, you know, for the people that you work with, if they haven't come across the cards and, and all that before, then it's a great thing to provide like new new kinds as you work with, isn't it? Yeah. And then the, the, the other side of the spectrum of people um, who may get the cards and then come and then that leads them on a journey to working with you and then of course there's you know people who like maybe they're not interested in the physical products and the cards but they love the content so it doesn't matter in that regard if they love the social media posts so you said you've planned out all these social posts because you've got the whole 52 you've at least got one a week if not more yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. so there's loads there and then you, you know the podcast will come out and and did you mention blog posts as well so you're going to be creating blog content there'll, there'll be a blog post yeah. to go along with with each of them um mm. at, at one point that was going to be a transcription from the podcast and then it would all be nicely joined up but I have been doing a lot of thinking around the podcast and I want to do something slightly different with that it's the, there's loads of angles that you could go at and my head's kind of racing around about how you know I've got the, the expert um, here no but I, I was kind of thinking about how um of course you can do uh solo episodes of you sharing you know the stories and, and the why and the motivation behind them but as time goes on and people start to um enjoy the cards you know there's even the opportunity to have a guest type series isn't yeah. there where you bring yeah. somebody on to speak why did that card speak to you like what did you do differently or you know the impact of that message and that kind of thing so there's there's that opportunity too isn't there I think there's there's, there's exactly. loads and loads. Um, it's so it's so exciting and also what I am particularly enjoying about this um is that it's evergreen like yeah. the, these issues are things that people face all the time since you know since the day dot, people have been facing their, their own fear of judgment, their own self-doubt, feelings of not being enough. Um, and it feels like something really 
for me as a content creator to get my teeth into um, and for me as a certified mindset coach where I can really support people uh, and help them to overcome these things. Hey, just a little break from this week's episode to let you know about becoming a content 10x insider. If you want more content repurposing tips and advice, then why not join hundreds of business owners, marketers, and content creators who get them delivered straight to their inbox once a week by subscribing to the content 10x newsletter. As well as tips and advice, you get industry updates, inspiring stories, exclusive content offers, and more. You can subscribe at content10x.com forward slash newsletter, and there's a link in the show show notes too. Okay, back to this week's episode. It feels like um, a massive weight off when you are a content creator to have developed some kind of system, doesn't it? Some kind of structure um, that yeah. you know that you're then going to be basing your content on. I mean, you must you must feel pretty confident now that you have got the content oh, side under such, control. It makes <laughs> such a difference. And so I... I worked with a business coach a few years ago and I always used to say to her, I don't know what my thing is. Like, what is my thing? What is my message? And she'd say, it doesn't matter. You just have to keep putting stuff out there until you hit upon it. And then I feel with this, I'm like, this is my life's work. This, this is this is the message that I want to share with people um, and to have created something and particularly having created a physical product Um I have found to be really powerful. I mean, we were chatting just before we came on about the wonder of a physical product because all of a sudden, those who might not be within your immediate sphere of your business start to understand better what you do. Um, and I was saying to Amy, my, my best friend sent me a congratulations gift for releasing these. And I was kind of like, wow, I've done so many things. <laughs> and it's interesting <laughs> that you've picked this one. And she picked that one because she understood it. She, yeah. she, she could grasp it. It's, it's what I talk about all the time, which is it's finding people in that in that space that they can connect with you isn't it and um there's so many different ways that you reach that connection with people whether for some people it is through social media posts from some people it's from listening to you in a podcast some people it's video some people it's reading and consuming like your written content and then you know sometimes it hits people more when it's like that physical product or that book or what, yeah. what you've done which is great um I found it funny when um I've had a you know my podcast for for over three years I think it's like going to be four years later this year and I was on a like a radio station in an Irish radio station being interviewed and that was the first time that my dad actually kind of listened to me doing anything audio wise and then told some relatives that he's Irish and I suppose radio is more his generation yeah, 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 <laughs> it made yeah. me laugh you know when I said I was saying to my team um I've got 100 and 80 odd podcast episodes I'm not sure he's, he's ever listened to one but he was he, he was really quite excited about me doing this radio interview in yeah, Ireland yeah. but it was meeting you know him where he was and I think I, I love your story because um I suppose what we talked about is it went from fairly overwhelming book plan to simplifying into the cards that we're going to supplement the book but actually no wait a minute they can stand alone then the cards managed to form 
this really good content structure then for future social posts, future podcasts, future blog posts. And we're talking about well over a year's worth of content that can form from that. I guess a good question is going full circle. Now that you've got all that, are you, are you coming back to the book? Um, idea? I am. Yeah. I, and actually <laughs> the, the book is going to be a better book as a result of having gone yeah. through this process. Yeah. Um, I, I think the book, if I had gone ahead and written that book at the first quarter of the year, it would have been very generic and it, it would have been fine. But I feel like I have honed my message more and really, you know, I hate that term, but, you know, nail your niche. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, you know, there are, the world is a busy place. There are so many books out there. There's so many podcasts out there. There's all of this stuff. Um, what, we've got a responsibility to do is make sure that we're creating the right content for our audience. And so I feel like the book that I will write for my audience will be a better book as a result of the process that I've gone through. Yeah. Um, and it just goes to show that everybody needs to go, go through the process that's right for them, doesn't it? And there isn't yeah. like a one size fits all. And you you identified that this was going to be the right route for you. And thankfully, you now know that um, it'll be a better book as a result of it. Um, do, do you feel that it's the the feedback and the the messages and the responses that you're getting from what you've done that has now kind of changed perhaps like the approach or yeah. like the, the order? Mm. Uh, it has and it's also about where the message is resonating most so I in my head I thought so these cards are very bright and playful and joyful and I thought Instagram was the place that they're going to resonate now it's early days so it might still happen but the place that I get the most engagement and the most purchases from is through LinkedIn Mm. which is not what I would have expected at all but it absolutely is. So I had somebody, um, it was actually somebody that I used to work with, who unprompted by me had bought the cards, shared a picture of them on LinkedIn. And that weekend I had 28 sales. And wow. I know I know that it was off the back of, because I, I was then really nosy. So I was looking at the names and I was checking out who had liked her LinkedIn post. And the majority of them were coming for, as a result of that. Um, and so it's made me really think about my strategy and, and my messaging yeah, um, and, and the best place for me to spend my time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn and, and, it, and it actually doesn't really surprise me because, you know, when we first were talking about your audience, you were saying it, you know, female professionals who were trying to um, get through that limiting self-doubt and the, the, um, the fear that they have. And I guess on LinkedIn, maybe you're that you're reaching people at a time when the the more in that professional work mode and perhaps yeah. are struggling that day, um, preparing for that meeting or just you know whatever it may be. Whereas perhaps you know Instagram, even if the audience are on Instagram, they're in that different mode of the day. They're more likely you're going to be looking at Instagram in the evening or you're not going to be looking during work time, I wouldn't imagine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Some people do probably. Um, but I, I guess it's like catching people when they may be feeling the feelings that you're currently yeah. talking about. Like I am so currently suffering that I'm about to go into this meeting or I'm preparing for this promotion or something like that and I'm having all these doubts. And so it it is always about meeting people in the right place at the right time as well, isn't yeah. it? Which I think 
Um, and also it's about giving them content that they feel safe interacting with. Yeah. So when you're talking about mindset work and fear of failure, fear of judgment, not feeling that you're enough, there aren't that many people that are going to respond to a post with, no. oh, hands up, that's me. Hi. <laughs> I've, I've suffered from all those things. Um, so I have found in the past it can be quite hard to get engagement going in LinkedIn. So you might then get a direct message where people say, oh, tell me a bit more about what you do um, because they're interested in it, but they're not exactly shouting about it to their friends. Whereas if they see a pretty image with a message on it that kind of universally resonates, they're much more likely to engage. Yeah. So do you definitely feel on, on LinkedIn that when you add the visual aspect to the post, I find this really interesting because we're currently looking at the engagement of a text-only post versus the posts with images or videos. Are you finding that it is the visual nature of the posts that are grabbing people's <laughs> attention? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows yeah. that, well, that? Trial that and error. The, yeah, yeah, that's the sixty-four million dollar question. I've had posts yeah. on LinkedIn that do really well, um, and they are text only. But what do we mean by really well? Because really well to me is not necessarily getting lots of likes and comments. Really well to me is somebody getting in touch and going, can we have a conversation? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. I often post things and people may think on the outside, well, that didn't get that many comments or likes, but they actually don't realize that, you know, quite a few messages that came in, you know, just saying I'd like to talk about that or this kind yeah, of thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't always, especially on LinkedIn. Um, I think that what could work really well could be some the carousel posts on LinkedIn for the cards not carouseling the cards because that's kind of probably just kind of starting to give it all away isn't it but having one card as the front page of the carousel and then having some of the um kind of tips or story behind it yeah, you could, yeah, they because they they're really engaging. People want to swipe. People want to swipe. People want to see the next one and go through them. And I think people would read the message more there than in the, um, yep. the text. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go. I, I, I'm going to take that way. Take that way <laughs> yeah. as an idea. And it's yeah. interesting what you were saying about giving the content away. So <clears throat> one of the last conversations we had at the end of this process was around creating a digital deck, mm. and I was getting really excited. I'm like, oh yeah, and we could do that. It'll be amazing and we'll share it here 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 and then I'm like wait a minute if I have a digital deck of these cards and I'm giving it away who's going to buy the actual deck yeah mm. and then yeah. I had to I had to rein myself in because it sounded really exciting it felt like a real enhancement to the project but actually first of all if people are getting things for free I think quite often they disappear into their hard drive and get covered in digital dust and just don't get checked and that's not what I want for this I want people to be using them but in order to get that connection with people I want them to physically have that product yeah I, I completely agree I think um I would have done exactly the same as 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 much as you could say let's turn this into uh digital it's not what it is is it? it it it's what it is intended to be is in that physical format and I just wouldn't do that I wouldn't go down that route and um it's not exactly the same but the comic book that I created for yeah. content 10x which um uh, you can see as we're talking because we can see each other, we can see behind me. Um, that's that was just something that I created. 
that I give out at the end of some talks because it follows this story that I share when I do a talk. And it's just a really kind of eye-catching, um, fun, like really bright yeah. um, comic. And we talked about that in terms of should we follow up and provide people with the PDF version of the comic book? And then the, the decision was just, no, it, it's true intention is to be something physical that people hold that you know it's it's fun and it's interesting and it just kind of sapped away what its intention was if it was just delivered up as a as a pdf and kind of um no like we won't do that (laughs) and it's interesting you should say about what you can then use the products for Mm. because one area that I want to move into probably later in the year into the following year is around um corporate speaking so doing lunch and learn yeah. sessions and different things and, you know, leaving them, leaving each with, of the participants with a little gift to take away. Yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? <laughs> and you can base the talk on it. You know, you could develop a yeah. keynote that is based on the 52 cards and everyone gets it. So there's the congruency of the message on the stage through to what people get and things like that. And it becomes... Nicola isn't you know just turning up to deliver something on the stage but it's a full rounded experience exactly with things to give away and things like that so um there's so I mean there's so much more isn't there like couple no, of you can keep on of, going uh, uh, course and, and app and, <laughs> and actually one, one thing we haven't talked about um but it is mentioned there's a little cover card that directs people to all of my social media and different things um there's a you are enough meditation that people can download um and then that gets them onto my mailing list if they haven't chosen to do so at the point of purchase. Brilliant. Yeah. So also managing to capture some email addresses as well and yeah. build the email list as well, which is super important. <laughs> um, well, there's it's just so inspiring, your story. I, I love it. I love um, the kind of embracing content. I love the way that you found your way of getting that message out there and more so as well, just looking at everything that you've created and finding a new way to um new and innovative way to um, provide something different and then like we said kind of it's then the gift that keeps on giving with all the content that you can go on and create from them and the structure that it's now brought to your content strategy but also the opportunity as we were saying for more ways to use the cards and stuff so um really great to have you on and uh you know just talk this through and I hope um to the to the listeners that you are feeling inspired and maybe thinking of something that you could do in a similar way to, um, you know, to do something innovative and different with content and, and of course, repurpose the content as yes. well, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. Um, make the most of all that time and effort that you put into it. Um, well, thank you, you know, so much. We could talk for ages, but... We could, um, <laughs> thank you for yeah. having me. No, thank you. So, I mean, obviously the all important question, but as well as where do we where do we go, you know, to get the cars, but where, where do we go to um, stay in touch and connect with you as well? What would be the best place? So you can get me on Instagram and Facebook at I am Nicola Semple um, and also over on LinkedIn. If you just search for Nicola Semple, I will pop up. Um, and as soon as you get there, there will be a link that you can go and purchase the cards. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And our, the classic podcast line of all of those links will be in the podcast <laughs> show They'll notes be in the as show well. notes. <laughs> yeah, they will be. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. It's been so great to have you on. Um, such a great story. So yeah, thank you. It's been awesome. 
Thanks, Amy. Take care. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that discussion and thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the content 10x podcast, then why not hit that subscribe button on your podcast listening app of choice so that you can get updated when new episodes are released. And I'd really, really appreciate it if you could leave a review as well. That really makes a difference for the podcast. Also, please do get a copy of my book, Content 10x, More Content, Less Time, Maximum Results. It is the ultimate guide to repurposing every type of content. And it's available on Amazon, in Kindle and paperback, and also in audiobook as well. And you can head to content10x.com forward slash book to find all the other places that you can get a copy of my book. And if you would like us to do your content repurposing for you, then we offer a fully end-to-end done-for-you content repurposing service. This is for podcasters and video content creators. We have our podcast 10x, video 10x, and also our specific LinkedIn 10x service, helping you to become the leading authority in your industry on LinkedIn. You can find out so much more about our services on our website. And also, please do give me a follow on the social media platforms. I share lots and lots of tips and advice on social media about content repurposing. I'm at Content 10x on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if you try content10x.com forward slash LinkedIn, you'll find my LinkedIn profile over there as well. All that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and I'll catch you in the next one.